Hi, and welcome to Wedding Talk. I'm your host, Danielle Duffy. So today we're going to speak to Caitlin. So Caitlin tells us about her industrial-styled wedding in Geelong in the, the end of February 2020, so just before all the COVID stuff hit, luckily for her. So she tells us a little bit about how she planned her wedding really quickly in six weeks and then how she had some tactics to save money. So she ended up getting a secondhand dress from Still White, which she highly recommends. She also had the wedding sitter company come and so they looked after Caitlin's dog Willow during the ceremony so that she could have her dog involved in her ceremony and all the photos, which sounds like a really special experience for her. She speaks really highly of that. So I hope you enjoy the episode. As I've mentioned previously, if you guys could please give a rating or review, that's really helpful to get this out to as many ears as possible so other people can um, have the benefits of listening to people's wedding experiences. Thank you. Bye. Hi, Caitlin. How are you going? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for coming on today. Um, No worries. I just want to start off. Can you please introduce yourself, your partner? Tell me a little bit about what you guys do and how you met. No worries. So my name's Caitlin. I'm a physiotherapist and I work between um, Barwon Health, which is a public hospital in Geelong, and St. John of God, which is one of the private hospitals in Geelong. And I also teach into the School of Physiotherapy at Australian Catholic University in Ballarat, which I love. Uh, My husband, Luke, he is a management accountant and he works for the local council. We met through mutual friends when I was in year 11, so in 2008. Uh, So I was 16 and I think Luke was 17 when we met. So we, if we went to the same school, we would have been high school sweethearts, but I went to an all-girls school, so that um, wasn't quite the case. Um, And we've known each other since then and I think we started officially dating um as a high as high schoolers in it was in 2009 so about six months after we met so we've been together for 15 going on 16 years so oh, very wow. very long yeah we've only been married though for um nearly four years we got married on um february 29th so a leap year so this is our official first year anniversary coming out this year Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. What are you going to do? I would like to go um, even just like a staycation up in Melbourne. Uh, We don't have anything planned yet though. You have to do something. Well, I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) So why did you pick that date? Just because it was like obviously once in a leap year or you were just like what was the idea behind there? Well, the photographer that we wanted was available that day. Um, That was one of a few days that he was available, but Luke – um, thought it was a cool date to have a wedding on. So that's that's the reason that it was chosen. Nothing nothing special other than he thought it would sound cool to be married on a leap day. So when do you have your celebrate your anniversary every other year? Do you have two days? So um, it depends on when it falls during the week. So if it sort of falls at the start of the week, we might do the 28th of Feb. Uh, and if it falls a little bit later, we might um, do the 1st of March. Um, That's but, so much fun. Yeah. So we literally get to this year. <laughs> That's great. So tell me a little bit about your engagement. So we got engaged. We went away to Dalesford for my birthday. I want to say it was like 2017 or 2018. I actually can't remember. 
off the top of my head. Um, we literally stayed in like a little cottage. We went um, for nice walks and things like that. We were about to go out for a degustation dinner um, and all of a sudden Luke just proposed in front of the wood fire just before we were about to go out for dinner. Uh, had a really nice speech. I don't remember any of it, all in the heat <laughs> of the moment. Uh, and it was totally unexpected. Um, obviously, we'd been together at that stage for sort of 12 years or something like that. So there was so, like so many opportunities. We'd been to like Southeast Asia traveling. We'd been to Europe. We'd had like high school, obviously, high school graduation, uni graduation, respectively, so many like big life events, 21sts, all of these theoretically perfect opportunities for proposals that had come and gone. So it really did come out of the blue at the time. That's so funny. Had you spoken about getting married? Yes, yes. And I was explicitly sat down before we went to Europe and told, don't get your hopes up because I'm not going to be proposing whilst we're in Europe. So I don't want you to be disappointed waiting for it the whole time. So it was, it was expected. And I'd had so many friends like harping on and like hassling him like lovingly uh, about proposing. Um, so it was definitely in the pipeline for years, I would say years. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's insane. That's so funny. Yeah. I love a little surprise <laughs> engagement like that. It was, especially it was very out of the point. Yeah. Especially when you've been together for so long, like you kind of think you would kind of see it coming, but then obviously not. No, not at the time. No. And literally like nothing has changed. Like we'd already moved into our house, um, Nothing changed except for the fact that my last name, essentially. <laughs> Big part of what I want to talk about in these podcasts is how we kind of go about setting a budget. So obviously I think that a budget kind of sets out how you're going to do your entire day. So yeah. if you're comfortable, can you share what your budget was, um, how you set it out and how you kind of allocated your spending? So we didn't have in as far as I'm aware, an explicit budget um, for the day. We obviously wanted to make sure that we weren't going over the top extravagant um, extravagant with our spending. Um, I think our wedding, like all up, including the honeymoon, came out to be like $25,000, $26,000 all up. Um, so, we, yeah, we, I don't think we had anything explicitly set in stone as to how much we wanted to spend um but Luke did make up an excel spreadsheet and sort of tracked our spending as we were going um but we were quite fortunate in the venue that we chose um wasn't extraordinarily priced um and it sort of included pretty much everything like food alcohol all of those sort of big ticket items um, so we were able to sort of keep our budget um, restricted to some extent. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So then how did you kind of decide on what was going to be the most important parts of your day and what you really wanted to emphasise? Um, so I suppose venue was probably going to be what we assumed was going to be one of the big ticket items. Um, in, we're not huge, like, party planners and things like that so we 
um, didn't really want to have the responsibility of picking a venue but then also having to bring in catering decorations um alcohol everything on top of that so we wanted to make sure that the venue that we chose was fairly all-inclusive um which it was like we got married at the federal mills complex i suppose you'd call it and then the reception was at the federal mills restaurant in their sort of function area um and that included um all of like food alcohol they did all of the setting up they bumped in bumped out um clean up everything like that we we didn't have to worry about doing any of that sort of stuff so that was probably what we focused our planning and budget on that knowing that it was going to be all inclusive and then sort of worked out vendors that would fit into that um aesthetic um, in in our forward planning yeah yeah oh, that's great so then did they have lots of different packages which you could opt to have that and then opt to not have that so or you could essentially do you could do a sit down option or a cocktail option um, and then they had I want to say it was like alcohol packages sort of three four five hours depending on how long you wanted to have the bar open for or however long you wanted to have um, alcohol available for um, I think they probably would have had an option for alcohol free as well but that's not something that we sort of entertain the idea of anyway and then you could choose to add on things like the wine barrels and set up for the signing of the marriage certificates um, chairs for the ceremony um, things like that speakers what have you, they sort of had all of that. It was sort of like a really nominal price of like $150 to have all of that sort of stuff included. So we were like, well, obviously we're going to do that because we're not going to want to bring all of those things in mm. um, if, if they're going to provide it. Fabulous. And I'd seen photos and things like that. Um, so I knew that it was reasonable looking okay. stuff into photography uh, or what would be featured in our photos. So yeah. um, we sort of just added whatever that we could that they would provide as much as they could provide and then we added on top of that if we needed to which we really didn't yeah oh that's really great so then did they have like a set menu or did you guys get to pick what kind of food you wanted uh we picked out of um so i think we picked you could pick two two entrees which is an alternating drop two mains which is an alternating drop you could choose to have dessert as a third course but we opted to have the cake as our dessert. Um, And then we sort of set up a lolly bar in the corner as well so people could sort of take things home if they wanted to. That was sort of a um, nominal sort of thing that we added. Um, But the food options, like we got to pick out of quite a few different things. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think, I think we could have chosen to taste test the menu, but, but we didn't. Uh, we sort of just picked the common things like your pork belly, chicken dish, like a fish dish or something like that. It was it was it was fairly standard. It was like it was really really nice food, um, but it wasn't anything elaborate or anything that we felt that we was going to be a bit bit weird or out of the ordinary. Yeah, that's kind of easier for your guests as well. Like mm-hmm. it's easy for them to kind of know what they're getting. They're going to be eating. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Then- 
how did you decide to get married there? Like what were the things you were looking for in a venue? So I think the big thing was that it included pretty much everything. Um, So essentially we wanted somewhere that would have venue that would be for the ceremony and the reception all in one so that we didn't have to worry about getting buses or people having to make their way from a reception or to a reception from a different ceremony space. Mm-hmm. Um, something that included the catering so we didn't have to worry about food so that they would do all of that for us mm-hmm. um, and that didn't need a lot of setup um, on the day. So obviously the florist went in set up the flowers um, on the arbor and on the tables. Um, But basically we had a wedding coordinator, I suppose she would be called, Mm. who basically did everything. Um, We weren't super interested in having to plan out every intricate detail. So having, having someone that essentially could do that for us and is experienced in weddings Mm -hmm. um, was a big draw card for us. Great. So was she there the entire day? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she coordinated all of the staff on the day. And I think we had a few meetings with her um, in the lead up as well. So then did you guys bring anything in to like add extra decorations to the federal mills? No. So they actually suggested um, to go with the aesthetic of their place, not to over decorate, Mm -hmm. which was perfectly fine for us. Um, it's very sort of industrial vibes, minimalistic sort of vibes. Um, we had our florist, as I said, come in and do the flower garlands on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, we brought in the arbor, mm-hmm. which was op- obviously optional. Um, I actually don't think we had to bring in anything else except for like our wishing well and all of those sort of like party favors, little bits and pieces, but in terms of actual wedding like propaganda or whatever you want to call it we didn't have to bring bring in anything at all yeah oh that makes your life so much easier it was super easy super Mm. easy yeah I can imagine um okay so tell me a little bit about your dress then so I went up to Melbourne um and had a few appointments at a few of the bridal shops up there I loved um, Grace Loves Lace, the brand. I think that but, they were really big, like those yeah. top of those years. Yeah. We, they, I think they now have a studio in Melbourne. But when I got married, the only studio that was in Australia was on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm, it's worth all of that hassle to go up to the studio, especially if you don't even pick something from them. Mm-hmm. So I went up to a couple of um, studios in Melbourne and a couple of studios in Geelong. Um, went to, yeah, the Melbourne ones first and they were really good. Um, in my mind, I was like, I'm definitely having a black sleeved dress. I was very, very adamant that I was going to have a sleeved dress. It was very like iconic dress at the time. Yeah. But I was like, I want sleeves. Um, went up to the bridal shops in Melbourne and had a really good um, consultant at Bluebell Bridal, which mm-hmm. was on Flinders Lane or probably still is on Flinders Lane. And she picked out a few different dresses um, and I ended up going for a completely sleeveless dress. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and like it was one of the ones that the lady had picked out um I wasn't super interested in wedding dress shopping I was like I kind of just want to like pick something and just have it done Mm -hmm. um I still did my due diligence and went and had a couple of appointments in Geelong or ended up opting for the dress that I had tried on at Bluebell in Melbourne, but I got it secondhand from Still White. Oh, okay then. Yes. So that actually saved so much money. Mm -hmm. Like it was obviously essentially brand new because it's only ever wedding dress is only ever worn once but mm-hmm. had the one owner mm-hmm. so got the dress that was worth like six thousand dollars for maybe like twelve hundred dollars wow um, so and then i've had a look at still white and like it's obviously that people get their dresses like custom kind of fit to fit them so did you find that process difficult no so this dress was like it was um Rather than being custom made, it was like a size, I can't even remember, whatever size it was, and that's how it was sold. Oh. I think the lady had had the only alteration that was done to it is that there was a, like, whatever the special word is for button on the dress, bustle, bustle on the dress. Maybe. To yeah, like, that's it. So, yeah. like, when you're dancing, you can, um, like, button it up so it's the train's not. Um, on the ground that was the only alteration she had had done to it that's a great yeah I was like that's perfect like I wouldn't have probably thought of that but (laughs) I used it and then the only thing I had to get done is I felt that the lace um, sort of crept up into my armpit a little bit so I just got that like the under my armpit sort of deepened a little bit for a bit more space Um, and that's all I had to do to it like it was it was essentially oh. otherwise. Like I went up to Melbourne. She was selling it in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Went up and tried it on and just bought it on the spot. That's so like lucky. It was, it's like meant to be. Yeah. So like I tell a lot of people, like by all means, go around to the shops in Melbourne. But mm-hmm. if it's something that essentially could be bought off the rack, at least have a look at Still White because chances are mm-hmm. someone is selling it secondhand for considerably cheaper. Yeah, that's really good. That's a really good tip. Okay, and then did you have any bridesmaids in your wedding? I did. I had my best friend, Nicole. Um, She was my maid of honour. And then my sister, Hannah, was one of the bridesmaids and one of my other friends from uni have. So I had three. We had three bridesmaids and three groomsmen. Yeah, that's really interesting that you didn't have your sister as maid of honour. I feel like that's kind of... I had my sister. I feel like it's kind of one of those things that just falls that way. Why did you decide to have Nicole, your friend, as one, as the maid of honor? Um, she's probably someone that, like, I see all the time. Um, and I know that traditionally a maid of honour is meant to be married um, during the time of the wedding. Oh, okay. And And she, she, she got married before I did. Um, not that that's, like, played into the um, decision at all, um, but... Uh, yeah, apparently, traditionally, they they are married, made of oh, honour. Oh, wow. that's so interesting. Okay, yeah. did you do like a big thing to ask them or did you just call them up? Oh, I made like a little box which had like a bridesmaid uh, like thin dressing gown and a glass with their names on it 
um, oh, but nothing, nothing super elaborate, um, which we used on the day that we got ready. Yeah. Um, oh, but, that's yeah, really nothing cool. like super, super elaborate. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. So then going on from like the budget kind of side of things, what did yeah. they wear? What did they pay for? And what did you pay for? So I um, paid for hair and makeup mm-hmm. for um, all of the three girls um because i feel like that's not something that they could keep like it's something that was nice for the day but it's not something they could keep mm-hmm. we went um nicole was like really heavily pregnant when we went shopping for the bridesmaids dresses so she didn't come but have hannah and i went up to melbourne to go shopping and we sort of um, if we found something that we thought might have been the dress, we would call Nicole and be like, what do you think of this? So mm-hmm. they all sort of got to have a say in what they wore. They all matched um, and the dresses came from Pilgrim mm-hmm. and because it was something that they could keep and could, like they weren't um, like super sort of bridesmaids dressy, they were very like, normal dressy um it's something that and and I know that at least Pav has reworn the dress a couple of times so because of that that's good yeah it was like a pilgrim sort of wrap um navy blue dress which matched did match the suits um the dresses were bought before the suits but um, I don't know if it was purposefully that they matched the suits but they did end up matching the suits yeah but because they were like dresses that could be worn again they paid half and I paid half um I don't think they were super expensive they would have been maybe like two hundred dollars so they might have put put towards it a hundred dollars say and then so I thought oh that that's reasonable um and I sort of gave them the idea of what color shoes to wear or what I would have liked for them to wear which was sort of just like a nude brownie sort of color um but that they could wear like pick the shoe and if it's something that they already had fabulous um mm-hmm. so they they got their own shoes one way or the other um so apart from the sh- the shoes were very ended up being very similar mm-hmm. to look at anyway um yeah. but they didn't necessarily 100 percent match but you not that you'd be able to have told been able to tell anyway yeah you know what i just had the thought of um you know in like 27 dresses when all the brides like the best bit is you can just cut it down and wear it again <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this one you actually could. Like it was just like a um, from I think we ended up finding it at like Chatty Meyer or something. So like a pilgrim off the shelf, like oh, very popular sort of wedding guest dress that you probably would would see around. So oh great, that works. Which so is what nice. I wanted. Mm-hmm. I wanted something that could be like used again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, okay, and then let's have a chat about your photographer. So who did you have as a photographer? We had Nick Stevens, who is local to Geelong. Yep, so how did as you photographer? Um, essentially word of mouth. So he actually photographed a couple of friends' weddings um, and I just really liked the look of their photos. Mm-hmm. Um, very like Luke does not like having his photo taken. So he was very keen to have somebody that would sort of essentially just take candid shots, very few um, sort of forced 
photos, obviously the family photos um, were like posed, but everything else was really casual, candid photos. Um, mm-hmm. So that's probably the main reason we, we chose him. And also in terms, like obviously got a few quotes from a few photographers and he was the most reasonably priced as well. Mm-hmm. We weren't uh-huh. going to spend a whole lot of money. Um, yeah. Yeah, on a photographer. Like we've the photos are lovely. Did you guys send him any like inspiration photos that you wanted, or did you just let him go with whatever he wanted? No, no we just let him do um, do what he wanted to do. Essentially, we I didn't really have any specific photos um, that I was super keen to get. The only thing that I was wanting was like the sunset photos, but I think that's pretty much in every photographer's repertoire anyway. So. Um, yeah, we, we just sort of said like, you're the professional, you, you pick where we have photos and when, and we'll be guided by you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Any favorite photos that he's taken? Um, I love a photo. There's a photo of me that's, I'm sitting on um, a couch in the living room after getting ready. I sort of like tying up my shoelace and I've got a big smile on my face. I love that photo. Mm-hmm. There's a photo when we had sort of just left the ceremony, I think, popping the champagne bottle. Um, and I think Luke's, it, from the photo, it looks like Luke struggled to pop the cork um, and essentially it eventually goes and then I'm just standing there laughing. It's all very candid mm. photos. Um, and then a few photos of us walking through the grounds of the Federal Mills. Um, uh, like it's sort of the grounds and then we're just sort of little in the middle. Um, which was nice because it sort of captures the whole, um, the venue as well. Yeah. Oh, that's great. They sound, they sound amazing. Yeah, really happy with the photos, yeah. Yeah, great. So then did you guys, how did you organise your music? Did you have a band or DJ or playlist? What did you do there? So for the um, ceremony for like the aisle song and the procession, processional whatever like when you leave Mm -hmm. that was all a Spotify playlist during um like the formalities and dinner that was just a Spotify playlist in the background um and I didn't put clearly didn't put very much time or thought into it um the Spotify playlist essentially what my hairdresser had said like they used to have in the background of the salon um, I can't even remember what the band was, but it basically was like an acoustic version of all like heaps of popular songs. Mm. So I put that into Spotify and that came up as a playlist. I was like, fabulous. And then like halfway through dinner, like a Christmas carol started playing. <laughs> so I, did, <laughs> I was like, oh, like it was like hundreds of songs. I'm like, I'm not going to sit there. Shoot off, shoot off. <laughs> not gonna sit there and sift through and make sure I know and like every single song. So a random Christmas carol came on. Did um, people notice? That was funny. Yeah, yeah, people noticed. <laughs> it was like during, like people were sitting down, like eating. Like I remember it vividly. <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's jingle bells. That's so funny. Then for um, like the dancing part of it, we had my friend's husband, um, Chuck. He is a DJ. Um, He's a teacher now, but he also sidelines as a DJ. Um, And I'd actually asked him and my friend Cleo if they 
had if they recommended anyone because we were sort of thinking that we would have a DJ. Um, and I obviously they both do DJing. I would have asked them straight out, but I was like, oh, you're going to be guests at the wedding. So, like, I'm not expecting you to work mm. and be a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, oh, I'm happy to do it. I'm like, oh, but I want you to be a guest, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he's like, no, no, I'm happy. So he ended up um, DJing for us, which was um, really great. It was He was fabulous. Yeah. Mm. Oh, fantastic. So then how did you guys decide on what songs you were going to have for, like, first dance or walking down the aisle? So I obviously picked the song that I walked down the aisle to and I'm not sure if you're familiar with Gossip Girl, um, but... <laughs> My 27 Dresses reference doesn't let you... Think yeah. <laughs> the song that um, Blair walks down to the aisle um, to meet Prince Louis um, at her wedding, oh. that, that was the song <laughs> that I had that I walked down the aisle Did to. You- I'm like... This is Did a nice song. And be like, I'm going to use that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, like, this is like a nice wedding song. Like that's where I got it from. <laughs> I had oh never God. heard that song before. Um, and I think it was, it's called Slow by Group Love. Never heard of Group Love. But I was, I Googled, I was like, what song does Blair Waldorf walk down the aisle to? Um, and that's, that's how I pitched the song. <laughs> oh, what a good story. That's so funny. Yeah. So then how yeah. do you guys decide what your first dance song would be? So Luke picked that song um, because he wanted he wanted to pick that one and it was um, Into My Arms by Nick Cave. Oh, cute. Good choice. Yeah, which I, like, I, I hadn't heard of it before then, but now I listen to it all the time. I love it. Hmm. Let's finish up this planning bit. Was there anything yeah. that surprised you about the whole process? Um, I actually had it really easy. Um, like a lot of people get, I feel like get really stressed about their wedding planning. Mm-hmm. Um, I had quite a big shoulder surgery in at the start of 2019. So I was off work for six weeks, like out of the hospital system completely for six weeks. And I literally planned everything in that six weeks. Like we did all of our like tours, met the photographer, like literally everything was booked and done within that six weeks oh that's so nothing nothing I had to do in the lead up except for like the little like we we did sort of like sugar cookies as our bonbonieri they I think I organized them within a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. like my dress Mm -hmm. photographer celebrant floristry, everything was organised in that six weeks that I was off work. So I didn't have to do anything else. So then what was the gap between that and the wedding? Uh, about 13 months, I think. So how did you yeah. stop yourself from like going crazy and wanting to change things and organise things? Oh, because I like to have, like if you ask any of my friends at like school or uni, I had like all of my assignments done like annoyingly early, like I have to have everything done so early. So I was like, fab, it's done. Like, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to look at anything else. I'm not going to do anything else. Like unless something comes up, mm. I'm done. It's done. Oh, wow. That's yeah. amazing. I am not yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it annoys most people. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would have really struggled in that middle time to not be like, maybe I'll have this, maybe I'll do this. How do I harass my florist to do this? No, I was just happy it was all done. <laughs> oh, you're amazing. 
All right, let's talk about the day. Tell me about the day. I want to hear everything from the beginning of the day. So getting ready, how you guys kind of set out your timeline and then how the actual wedding went. Yeah. So I, we all got ready. Um, so the night before, bridesmaids stayed um, at our house. Luke and I stayed together. Um, we didn't stay separately that night. Um, and then the boys got ready at our house and then myself and the bridesmaids went to Nicole's house who lives literally just around the corner. I think we headed there at like seven o'clock in the morning or something like that. The first makeup or hair appointment was at seven o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. We had um, obviously the three of the three bridesmaids, myself, my mum and Luke's mum and sister all had their hair and makeup done um, by the hair and makeup artist. So that's why it was quite an early start. Mm-hmm. Um, but the day went like really quickly, like we sort of alternated, sort of watched some movies, just chilled while we were waiting for each other to have hair and makeup done. Photographer came. I think it was specifically scheduled that I would have my hair and makeup done at whatever time it was. And the photographer would come over and take some photos at that time. Mm-hmm. Then he went off, I think, from there to the venue. Um, so he started at our house taking photos of Luke and the groomsmen came to us so that I could have some photos getting my hair and makeup done. Then he went out to the venue to take some photos and sort of scope it out a little bit. I think the ceremony started at 3 o'clock, 3 or 3.30. Ceremony rolled into we went off and got our photos. Everything was on site. We didn't leave the site for photos. Um, So I think we were gone for maybe like an hour, hour and a half while our guests had some drinks and some nibbles and then we all went back in for the ceremony. Uh, sorry, for the reception, which started about 6 or 6.30. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything sort of was over by maybe 11, 11.30. Um, and I remember like by the end of the night I was like, I'm so tired, I'm ready, I'm finished. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a long day. It's a long day, especially when you start at 7 and like everything yeah. so tightly packed in the morning and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and then we just got like a we hired a car and stayed at the Novotel um, the night of the wedding. Yeah, which yeah. Oh, that's great. So then, tell me about the ceremony and reception. How did that kind of highlights? Tell me how it was. Tell me your favorite moments. Um. So the ceremony um, was really good. I really enjoyed it. We had a really great celebrant. Um, weddings by Jess um, was our celebrant who I think is pretty popular in the Geelong sort of Melbourne area Um, and she made everything so comfortable and so easy she um, sort of gave us some um, oops oh gosh what have I done Um, like recipe not recipe vows but like some examples of things that we could slot our own words into um and I love Grey's Anatomy, so I managed to get a Grey's Anatomy quote into my vows. Wow. <laughs> um, I think I I can't remember exactly. I think I paraphrase. I think it was like to paraphrase Meredith Grey. Um, thank you for choosing me, choosing me, choosing me, wanting me, loving me, or something like that. Pick me, pick me, choose Don't me, love me. me. I can't remember exactly, but it was that like iconic line. I love that. I was happy to get that in. So you've got Gossip Girl uh, and Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> and friends. And friends we got in there as well. Oh, so Jess, 
loves friends as much as we did. Um, so she talked about how we were our lobsters. So she could I get that in there. It. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a Yes, definitely. The, like I think everybody got the friends one. Um, yeah. I don't think there was many people that got the Gossip Girl song. Yeah. Because um, like that's a bit like that. That's niche. That bit. <laughs> um, and I think there's probably most people got Grey's Anatomy. Um, at least most of my guests got Grey's Anatomy. Because <laughs> most of my friends watch Grey's Anatomy. Oh, that's amazing. That was probably my proudest moment of the whole ceremony. <laughs> Being yeah. able to get that in there. <laughs> Oh, I'm jealous. That's amazing. So then yeah. tell me a little bit, what were your favourite moments from the day? So one of the best parts that we had on our wedding day was definitely being able to have our little fur baby, Willow, there. So Willow is a rescue dog. We got her when she was 18 months old um, and she's a very anxious dog, very shy dog, clearly mistreated in her past. So she's very wary around people. Um, so we had Karen from the wedding sitter um, help include Willow in our day. She's a vet nurse by trade but had started a business um, not long before we got married. I think we all might have been one of her first clients. Um, but she did a meet and greet with Willow a few days before the wedding and thankfully Willow really gelled with her, which she doesn't with a lot of people. So that was very fortunate. Um, and on the wedding day, she picked up Willow, groomed her, got her ready, popped a little dog of on a um, collar on, brought her to the wedding. Um, because she's super shy and not good around a lot of people, they just watched the ceremony from um, sort of near the wedding cars. And then she brought her over to be part of the photos. And then after the ceremony and after the photos, Karen took Willow home, took her for a bit of a walk, gave her her dinner, settled her in for the night, and then um, that that was the service that they provided and it was honestly one of the best parts. It was nice to know that she'd been really well looked after um, and without having to have somebody um, from our wedding party because really the only people that Willow was comfortable with is like, my parents, like Luke's parents, and they're obviously going to be at the wedding, so we didn't want them to have to go and come um, to be able to bring Willow. So it was nice to be able to have Karen do all of that for us and Willow be really comfortable with Karen. So if anybody in Geelong, and I actually think they go um, everywhere now, um, is wanting to have their dog or their pet in their wedding, I would highly recommend um, Karen and her, her now team. Um, to have them as part of the day. Oh, wow, that sounds really great. I've heard about a lot of weddings, including pets and stuff in it, so it's fantastic to hear when you've had such a good experience. It would have made your day that little bit more special, having, like, your entire kind of family, especially your fur baby, there for the day. So tell me a little bit about your vendors. Was there any kind of special or standout vendors that involved in the day? big thing that I wanted to do was have, like, friends do things so like I could support their business mm-hmm. so one of like my friends my one of my friends was the florist Brit um Cleo made our cake Chook was obviously the DJ um but, so that like everything ran really smoothly because we sort of knew everyone yeah yeah as well yeah and that means you're gonna have you're gonna have good communication too between them like if there's any issues popping up they'd probably let you know yeah yeah 
yeah oh good it sounds like you had a good team together then yeah like everything just went really smoothly did you have any like special elements or like tributes or traditions or kids or anything involved in your day no, so we had no no kids at the wedding. Um, Nicole, as I said, she was quite heavily pregnant when we went dress shopping. Her son was maybe six months old at the time of the wedding. He um, was sort of there from the ceremony for the ceremony. I think he was the only child that was there for the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, at that stage, didn't really have friends that had kids, or maybe like one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I feel like if we got if we were to get married like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All almost all of my friends have kids, so it might be it might look very different yeah. if it were to happen sort of four years later. Yeah. Um, we didn't have a guest book; we did Polaroids instead, um, oh, which I think is super fashionable thing to do now, anyway. But I think at the time it certainly wasn't novel. But um, we had a like I picked up a palette because there's a lot of um, like where live in a housing estate. So there was a lot of palettes, so I just picked one up one day, painted it white, got some fairy lights, and people just stuck their Polaroids on that, and that's what we collected as our guest book, which was pretty cool. Yeah, that's a really great idea. Do you have any advice for future wedding planners? I liked the fact that I organised everything in six weeks and then if anything cropped up, I knew that I had plenty of time to sorted out but I appreciate that there's not everybody can work that way and not everybody would want to work that way anyway mm-hmm. go to still white um definitely so try on dresses and things like that brand new but probably the one thing that I would tell people is um if you can try and get your dress second hand because mm-hmm. um, you save a lot of money doing it that way yeah I think that um, the first bit about like going somewhere to try it on first is a really good tip because what I'm learning is like a lot of people are getting dresses that they didn't expect that they would like. So yeah, it's that's a, exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's a good idea to kind of go and try on and see what kind of suits your body shape before you go out if you are looking at getting a secondhand dress. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah. We did a sit-down wedding. Um and, like, I've obviously been to both cocktail and sit-down wedding. Um, and I think the sit-down was a really good option because it actually forced us to sit down together and to eat, mm. um, which was um, really important. Like, I wanted – like, that's the, literally the main reason that we chose to do sit-down is so that I had to eat, basically. <laughs> like, I had dedicated time to eat. Thank you so much for joining me. No I really enjoyed talking to you about this and I really liked the, especially the tips about you guys getting a secondhand dress. I think that was such a good, like helpful little thing for people to save money. Yeah, Um, definitely save heaps of money. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate all your help. No worries. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Caitlin's episode. I hope you really enjoyed that. It was really fun to listen to all those little bits of wisdom that she had. And I like that she used a lot of her friends' small businesses to help support her friends, but also just to make her planning process that little bit easier. If you could please leave a rating review, that's really helpful. And to follow along to the episode, that would um, really help me and support me getting my podcast out there to everybody. And I hope everyone has a good day. Bye.